Good morning, Coach. How are you? Good morning. Good. Thank you. So what do you want to get out of the, the uh, scrimmage tomorrow, especially since it's your last one before the start of the season? Yeah, we want to be uh, cleaner than last week. That's the, the main objective is that we see progress from from the scrimmage last week. And not that the last scrimmage was bad, but we just have to get better. And uh, that's really across the board. There's no one specific area of concern. We just need to get better uh, as a whole football team, uh, execute better on offense, uh, tackle better on defense, just do everything, uh, all the basics better than what we saw last week. We also would like to see some uh, some more separation, hopefully, between uh, some of the positions that are there's competitions going on at, which is most of them. And uh, we will have a little bit more live work next week. Nothing that's extensive, but if we need to get more evaluation, uh, you know, we can control that and dictate that by the amount of live work next week. But uh, we're getting you know, tomorrow would be two weeks out, so you've got to be real careful what you do from. Uh, you know, beyond tomorrow's scrimmage. So we'll see what happens. Josh Newman, followed by Dirk Facer. Hey, good morning, Kyle. Good morning. Um, you guys have been at this for about two weeks now. At at this point, do you get a sense that guys are, are kind of chomping at the bit to see a, a, a different opponent and not just each other every day? Without a doubt. We've actually been at it for about 15 weeks. I mean, right. We've been on the field in uh, some capacity since – early July and so it's uh, beyond that point we got to that point uh, many many weeks ago and, and uh, they're they're ready to uh, definitely play an opponent and more so than ever before because of the, the way things were uh, were structured and uh, so two weeks we'll find out where we're at next we'll go to Dirk Facer followed by Josh Furlong Kyle, let me add my good morning to the rest of them. Hey, you bet. Thanks, Dirk. <laughs> Welcome. Hey, uh, can you talk about you guys reload the defensive line. You don't, never seem to rebuild it. Can you kind of talk about the tradition and then maybe having a, a steward like uh, bringing Sioni in, who's, you know, was a player, obviously, and now is a coach, and just kind of how that tradition continues. And I know you got Lewis Powell in there as well, but you've got quite a tradition on the D line. We do, and it goes way back. Uh, I can't remember how many years, probably ever since I got here. I mean, when, when I first got here, uh, we had a pretty good group. We had Bronzel Miller and Luther Ellis and Jeff Kafusi and Henry Kafusi were the, were the front guys. And and I can't remember, you know, I'm sure there was a, a year or two where we weren't as formidable, but with most years, we're pretty darn good up front. Uh, last year was certainly no exception. And this year, we've got some new faces in there, but we expect uh, a lot of production. Vianney uh, Mawala is the, uh, the headliner inside. He's he's uh, outstanding defensive tackle. Uh, Wati Pututau is in there with him. A couple freshmen that are making waves. Tennessee Pututau has done a, a, a really good job. And you'll see him uh, in action. Uh, and then uh, Tanoa Tongia is doing a great job as well. Uh, on the outside, we got Max and Mika, who are scheduled to uh, be the starters. But Van Fillinger is, is making his presence known, as is Xavier Carlton. Devin Kafusi was a great addition to the to the crew. Uh, maybe the biggest surprise up front of the uh, of the fall is Blake Keithy. He's really playing good football. So, so we feel like we got a lot of depth there. Um, really, there's uh, not a lot of separation between between uh, a lot of the guys, but but uh, that should play itself out uh, throughout the course of the season and 
cut determining who's going to get the majority of the reps. But uh, you're right, having Sione and Lewis Powell is a, a big positive. They know the expectations and the, the tradition here at offense, or defensive line and, and uh, have done a really nice job continuing that. Last year's defensive front, like I said, was extremely productive and, and uh, they're all in the NFL, with the exception of Mika, who came back. But my estimation, as I said before, he'll have that opportunity as well. Am I talking loud enough? Kind of mumbling? Okay. Tired. You can see the bags under my eye. Campus starting to add up. Sorry, go ahead. We'll go Josh Furlong, followed by Steve Bartle. Well, in years past, <coughs> excuse me, sorry. In years past, the defense has, has led the charge pretty early in, in you know, fall camps or whatever that may be. Um, this year, I believe you said that the offense has kind of led the way a little bit. Um, are, are you still seeing that? Is, and, and is that part of the offense just naturally having a lot of the, the guys back? Or, or what's, what's the difference there, and how are you seeing that stack up? Well, the answer is yes. The offense is uh, further ahead than the defense. It was apparent in the scrimmage last week. It was very apparent in practice yesterday. We had uh, two, uh, two live sessions, uh, about 20 snaps each, so about 40 snaps total of live work yesterday, which the offense definitely got the best of things. And, and uh, I would say that's to be expected. We got a lot of returning starters on offense. Although we're obviously, you know, the quarterback situation is is being determined as well as uh, the running back situation. But there's a lot of experienced guys in offense, second year uh, under Andy's system. The players feel very comfortable, and he's uh, taken it to another level. He's expanded upon what he put in last year and and built upon uh, the concepts that we that we uh, had last year. And so there's a lot of confidence right now on offense. They're they're playing uh, fast. They're playing. The execution level is very good, and we hope it continues because they may need to carry us the first uh, part of the season, maybe the whole season. We'll find out, but but uh, that's definitely where our experience lies on this football team is on the offensive side. Next, we'll go to Steve Bartle of UteZone.com. Good morning, Coach. From where I'm at, the bags aren't that big under the eyes, so you look you look fine. Hey, did you did somebody tell me you just got engaged? I did, yeah. Hey, wow. Coach Witt with the shout-out. Congratulations. Thanks, Coach. I appreciate it. Um, uh, but wanted to ask, so Dalton Kincaid, he came to Utah from San Diego, and he came on the NFL radar, already on the NFL Raiders, but I think he's been kind of one of the biggest mysteries. How has he adjusted, and what does he bring to the offense? He has adjusted fabulously, and he brings another uh, – athletic tight end with size he can he can catch the football he's got very soft hands that's probably his his strong suit is his uh receiving and route running um his blocking has come along he was not uh completely up to the level we needed him at when he got here physicality wise and and, uh, in the run game but he has made great strides in that as well problem is right now he's not eligible for this fall We're, we're working on that due to the transfer situation and we're hoping like like crazy that he becomes eligible because he'll be a great addition to that to that group. Uh, if not, we still feel uh, great about the group with uh, Cole Fotheringham and, and Brant Keithy and Thomas Yasmin has made strides and Ali uh, Niamatololo. So we've got we've got a stable of tight ends that's going to be a big part of what we do. Just like last year, they were they were a big part of what we did. Dalton just adds to an already strong position group. And you're right, he's got uh, NFL scouts that are already. Uh, They've got him on their radar, and, and uh, he's 
really, I believe, is going to be a tremendous player before he finishes here. Bill Riley, uh, Kyle, based on 12 days of practice, a scrimmage, what you've seen in the competition, how close are your quarterbacks right now? And would you expect to maybe have a decision after the scrimmage tomorrow? Yeah, I would expect we would have a decision after the scrimmage tomorrow. And, and they're, uh, they are close. Uh, two of the three are closer than, than the third. Um, and so it's a two-man race. It has been since the end of the scrimmage uh, on Saturday. Since, since we started practicing after the scrimmage Saturday, there's been two guys that are getting reps. And so we hope to see more separation on uh, Saturday, this coming Saturday. But you know, if we have two really good ones, then we'll have a tough decision to make. I don't see a platoon situation. Um, and so we're just going to have to see how it plays out. We've still got, uh, what, 12 more practices before we play or something like that. So we've got some opportunity. But but uh, we need to get it down to, to one. And that most likely will be in place Monday of next week. If we feel we need a few more days to, to look at them both on equal footing, then we'll do that. But but uh, I would say no later than Wednesday or Thursday. That would be the drop dead time where we need to get it uh, completely f uh, finalized and, and then uh, go from there.